Hey friends, this is Andy Storch, and I'm excited to announce that we are bringing the Talent Development Think Tank Conference back on February 22nd and 23rd in Sonoma, California. Yes, you might remember we hosted this conference for the first time in January 2020, and it was a huge hit with everyone telling us it was the best conference they ever attended. And of course, we were looking forward to running it again in 2021 until the pandemic hit. That's when I launched the Talent Development Think Tank membership community, and that's been going strong since May of 2020. But I know how valuable it is to get people together in person, and that's why we are excited to be bringing the conference back again on February 22nd and 23rd in Sonoma, California. I'm committed to making this a highly engaging and interactive event where you can connect, learn, and grow together with other talent development professionals. This is going to be the best event out there in talent development, and I would love to see you there. If you want to find more information and get your tickets today, the website is tdtt.us conference. That's tdtt.us slash conference. I hope to see you there. Welcome to the Talent Development Hot Seat with your host, Andy Storch. The show is dedicated to helping you develop the most important part of your organization, the people. If you are in HR or talent development, or you just want to learn how to get the best out of your people, then you are in the right place. Each week, Andy shares interviews with talent development professionals, thought leaders, and experts to share best practices, learn about the latest trends, and find out what has been successful in the world of talent development. This podcast is designed to give you what you need to be successful in the world of talent development. Now, here's your host, Andy Storch. Welcome back to the Talent Development Hot Seat. I'm your host, Andy Storch, and today is our bonus Q&A episode with Katie Purcell, who leads people teams at Calendly. I asked Katie questions about her own career, her biggest successes and accomplishments, her biggest failure and what she learned from it, the challenges and trends she's following in talent development. I asked her for a book recommendation, actually get an answer that I didn't expect because it's not a book. I asked her also for tool and resource recommendations, which she gave a few, as well as some great career advice as well. So I hope you enjoy this fun and short conversation with Katie Purcell. All right. I'm back with Katie Purcell, who leads people teams at Calendly. And Katie, we had a great conversation about how you've built your teams at Calendly. And I want to talk to you about your own career now, as well as what you're seeing out there in the marketplace. So starting with you, Katie, thinking back across your career, you've done a lot of really interesting things. What's been your greatest accomplishment or biggest achievement so far? Oh, wow. Um, Great question. Maybe the fear that it's recency in mind, I will share that probably the role I'm in feels like one of the biggest accomplishments. And I, I think it's because I have built a team from scratch. I think in other environments I've uh, stepped in, I've inherited a team, I've inherited a body of work. I think this was the first time and and I had a couple of people on the team when I joined who were phenomenal and really helped me get my feet beneath me. And then together we thought about what more we need to build this out. But it was the first time I truly had to start sort of from scratch and functions that didn't yet exist in the organization or were in their infancy. I feel really proud that, that I've been able to to do that and bring the quality and caliber of people to the organization and the impact that we're having. Yeah, I like that. Flip side, Katie, what's been one of your biggest failures or mistakes and what did you learn from it? Yes, that one I thought about before this interview because I was really reflecting because sometimes the best learnings come from the failures, not successes, as long as we can look at it through a lens of growth and development. And 
I feel like maybe the failure or the perception of failure that has stood out for me is when I really had to convince myself to take a role or join a company. And I felt like I had to convince myself of why when now, when I look back, those weren't the right things to go after. And so I feel like I've always had a strong compass when I've made career choices of who am I going to work for? Because the value of of your leader, in in my opinion, has so much impact on the quality of work and the quality of trust and, and, and work that you get to do who I work with. And so, you know, that the people leadership role is so cross-functional in nature, partnering with the CEO and executive team, with other members of the people team, with people throughout the business, finance, et cetera. And so who I work with has always been so important. And then the third leg of that stool is feeling proud to attach my name to the brand, the mission, the values of the organization. And if any one of those legs of the stool is out of whack, you wobble. And when I reflect back on anything that maybe felt like a failure, it was when I compromised one of those things that I didn't have either full trust or full confidence in the leader that I would be working for when I doubted whether or not the team that I was going to work with fully embrace the role. We're in such a unique space that everyone says, yes, I want to do that. But the rubber meets the role when they actually allow you to go off and, and create your magic in the organization. But probably the biggest gap was when I joined a company that maybe wasn't fully aligned with my moral compass or values, but I thought the opportunity for the work was so impactful. Mm. That's probably where I've learned the most. Uh, for And I have learned, and hence by Calendly, there is nothing controversial about how helping people manage their time efficiently. And I can't say that about every company I've joined. So that's probably the biggest lesson learned or the perception of failure. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, you sometimes you know, they say you have a gut feeling, right? And sometimes we don't follow that. And I remember when I was publishing my book, I surveyed a bunch of people on my network and asked them about the biggest career mistakes they made. And one of the top mistakes that came up, and by the way, I have these listed out in a bonus resource on my website. If anybody wants to read the top five most common career mistakes, just go to ownyourcareerownyourlife.com slash bonus. But one of the top career mistakes that people said was, I thought that when I went into a company, I could change the culture that I realized I couldn't and I had to leave. Right. Like I knew it was not the right fit, but I gave it a shot anyway and I, I couldn't change anything about it. Yeah. And that can be, that can be challenging. I think it can feel like sometimes trying to move a cargo ship versus a kayak. And, you know, I had to be really thoughtful. Part of the reason I went to a smaller earlier stage company is that there, there is just more flexibility as we're defining who we want to be and how we want to do things. I have loved and valued the experiences I had in larger, more mature companies with more robust processes, but some of those environments can be slower to adapt to change or move. And so, uh, you know, I think we need both ends of the spectrum in our mm-hmm. career. You've got to go be scrappy and agile at some point yep. in your career. And ideally you have the opportunity to see excellence at scale as well. And the learning happens all along that spectrum. Absolutely. Okay. So moving to talent development, what do you think is one of the biggest challenges in talent development today? 
I think time. I think, you know, as I even said, like there's a huge appetite for for learning and opportunity mm-hmm. and people who are fully committed in other things between the the volume of work, the responsiveness to customers, if you're in a people leadership role, being accessible to your team, all of those things compete with the time to either invest in your own career development organization development or your team development. And so I think, you know, ruthless prioritization and thoughtfulness about what can happen when and how is probably one of the challenges my team and I are constantly thinking about, which is we know we have a lot of value we can bring to the organization, but do they have the ability to engage in everything we want to do when we want to do it? So Mm. I'd say that's, that's probably the one we're most focused on of bringing the right solutions at the right time for the right audience in a way that they're hungry for more versus overwhelmed with what we're putting in front of them. Yeah, that's a big one. What do you say is a a big trend that you're following today in talent development? Um, A big trend, I think, is I'd say in our fully remote world is having to be thoughtful about how and where learning takes place. So Mm. in my past, I loved facilitating team learning sessions. I loved bringing people together live. I loved getting off site and getting out of yeah. the office and seeing how conversations, you know, flowed differently. I think the remote nature of our work, for example, someone on my team just facilitated uh, a fully remote new leader assimilation for a leader on a different continent. And I wow. said to her like, wow, never done that before. I've done so yeah. many new leader assimilations, but never one where no one was in the same room at the same time. And so I yeah. think just some of the nature of the fully remote dynamic and sort of the just-in-time learning and bringing things that are relevant in that moment as we think and scale to the future is one of the things we're continuing to pay attention to. Awesome. Katie, is there a book or a TED Talk that you have uh, read or watched that has made a big impact for you or you recommend? Yeah, I, I heard you ask that question to others and I was reflecting on that. And, I, and I'd and i say in my own chaos of the past year of building my team and staying connected and following trends, what didn't stand out for me was a, a, a book or TED Talk at this moment, but what did was the power of my network. So things mm. like your talent development think tank community and leaders with shared purpose coming together to share ideas. I'm in a number of different networking groups for chief people officers or people leaders in, in various size and stage of company. Some of it's geographically tied, some of it's industry tied. And I'd say the past year, so much of that learning and leaning into the conversation has come from from the the shared brain power of my colleagues and peers across the space. What I my team and I talk about is let's make sure that we're not so heads down that we forget to pull up every now and then and look at what's going on around us. So mm. I'd say it's both an, an opportunity, though I'm also thankful for the for the shared willingness of brain power within my network. Yeah, the network is huge. That's how I do a lot of my learning as well. Is there a tool or a resource that you recommend that makes your job easier? Yeah, I'd say on the work front, just all the digital planning tools that we have available to us, the digital connection tools. So, um, you know, we're we're a Slack heavy organization, but that helps us with just in time sort of connections with one another. I spend most of my day on video. And I think, you know, so much of that helps it feel like we're, I mean, for example, I didn't even meet my team live until our offsite earlier this year, mm-hmm. but it didn't feel like I was meeting them for the first time ever yeah. because we had built that rapport even digitally. Right. But I'd say probably the non-talent development tool that has 
uh, helped me maintain my sanity this past year in a hyper growth world has been digital workouts. I know that sounds funny to say, mm. but I've had to be really purposeful in a work day that bleeds back to back from the moment my day starts to the moment it ends yeah. to be very purposeful about creating yeah. time and space for physical activity, yeah. for mental detox and mental yeah. shut off. And so I'd say the, the biggest uh, tool that has supported my yeah. own development this year has probably been my investment in physical and mental health. Um, yeah. So I'd say those are the couple things. Is there is there an app or one that you that you like, you recommend like Peloton or Calm or Fitbit? Actually, or it's my personal trainer who I started with physically. Oh, uh, Ken, okay. So I'll do a plug for her. You can uh, decide what you do with it. But Kendra Kanoi just went on to a, a fitness app called My Fitness Pod, and she offers okay. a variety of live and virtual sessions. So I think that also helped having having a fitness instructor that sort of has cool. the content and pace of of the of the workouts has been great. And we've we've developed a great community. So that's the big one I use. Well, it's very fitting, Katie, that you lead a vir- all virtual team and you work with a, a personal trainer who's also fully remote with exactly. a fully remote fitness team. <laughs> Just makes sense. You're fully immersed in the in the digital world. Katie, last question for you for those out there in talent development who are looking for other ways to achieve more success in their careers. What's one more piece of advice you would give? Yeah, I think uh, the couple of things I would say is find an organization who is really willing to invest in people to optimize business outcomes. So feeling that out through conversations, feeling that out through interviews, really, uh, if someone is passionate about talent development, finding an organization that equips and enables that as a focus area, I would say is key. And a, a person can be more impactful in their ability to get that type of work over the line by really drawing line of sight to the investment in people drives real tangible business and customer outcomes. So yeah. I would say that to the extent we can link our work back to, to the, the language of the business, whether that's financial, yeah. customer, people, uh, technology, et cetera, those are the things that I think help us feel like we're in partnership with the organization versus uh, rolling that, that, uh, that rock uphill. I like it. Katie, thank you so much again for being here. I always love talking with you. Such great value from these conversations. I hope it was valuable for those listening as well. If people want to reach out and connect with you, I imagine LinkedIn is probably the place to go. Yeah, absolutely. I'd be happy to have a conversation anytime. All right. Sounds good. Well, Katie, thank you again for being here. I look forward to keeping in touch. Thanks, Andy. Talk to you soon. All right. That will do it for my conversation with Katie Purcell for the Talent Development Hot Seat. I hope you enjoyed that conversation. I want to remind you that our podcast is sponsored by the Talent Development Think Tank membership community. It is the number one place for talent development professionals to go to learn, share, and grow together in the virtual world. We have calls Almost every Wednesday, we have guest speakers that come in. We also have open forum topics. And it's really all about connecting people with each other, learning the things that they need to do, sharing best practices, solving problems, and really building a great network in the talent development space. We have the best people in the world in this membership community. And if you're not a member, I don't know what you've been waiting for. Come check us out. The website's tdtt.us. And we have a conference coming up. On February 22nd and 23rd in Sonoma, California, that's right, the Talent Development Think Tank Conference, February 22nd, 23rd in Sonoma, California, we have some amazing speakers and facilitators lined up, some really great sessions, and there are going to be some fantastic people there. I hope that you'll come check it out. Our website for that is tdtt.us slash conference. That's tdtt.us slash conference. 
And finally, our podcast is sponsored by Advantage Performance Group, which is a professional services firm dedicated to providing a continuous stream of creative learning and consulting solutions that equip individuals, teams, and organizations to do the best work they can. And I love all of the great solutions they have at Advantage, and I'd love for you to go check those out as well. You can find out more as well as sign up for their free webinar series with tons of great information and resources by going to advantageperformance.com. All right. Thank you again for listening to our podcast. I really do appreciate you tuning in for your support and stay tuned. Next time, I've got a great, great episode coming to you soon. Rachel Druckenmiller is joining us. And if you don't follow her on LinkedIn, you're not familiar with her content, you are absolutely going to love it. Thanks again for listening to the Talent Development Hot Seat. If you haven't already, we'd love for you to leave us a rating and review on iTunes to help other people find the show. And as always, you can find all of our episodes and tons of free resources on our website, talentdevelopmenthotseat.com. Thank you again. Take care.